Each one of us wants to feel loved. We seek a partner. We navigate dating introductions to hopefully find someone to share our lives with. We commit to a relationship and try to make it work. We fail. And we find the courage and energy to start over. We all want to be loved. We seek love. We find someone to love. Then what happens next? Being in a loving relationship is a continuous process of micro-corrections in our everyday lives together. We will all have difficulties and disagreements. The trick is how we choose to address them as a couple. In a healthy and consciously aware relationship, we can make choices that move us towards our partner. Saying what hurts us, saying what we want, asking for some changes or modifications in the relationship. If a relationship is less secure, the individual partners might turn away from the relationship in times of struggle. The fuck it response, asking for distance, leaving to be alone. Today, we're going to talk about seeking love and how to know when you found it. My good friend Tina Schwager's here and she's gonna introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her experience. Thanks for having me, John. Yeah. It's nice to be here with you. I am just excited about the topic of your podcast. I love love. If I could wear a heart every day, I would. I just am a hopeless romantic. Nice. My professional life is a long career as a creative industry entrepreneur. Right. I've had music labels, clothing lines, digital design firms, you name it, I've probably tried it. And I'd say that I never am done trying to figure out what to make next. Yeah, great. And we've known each other maybe 15 years or so? Yeah. Through the creative space, through marketing and things like that. So Definitely. We've kind of kept in touch and then over the last couple of years have started discussing book writing and, you know, supporting each other in our own creative endeavors. Yep. Excellent. Well, thank you for being one of my first uh, podcast people. And um, I, I know we've already kind of pre-wired what we're going to talk about a little bit, um, but your relationship is just past the 10-year milestone or is that coming up? Let's Actually, see, uh, it was Saturday. Saturday. Saturday was 10 years. 10-year anniversary of a marriage with two kids. Yes. Fantastic. Oh my goodness. Yes. Fantastic. And the story, however, of how you found Richard and and your dating journey, your online dating process is, is one of the things that still amazes me. The Richard story is coming because it's the almost the grand finale of the podcast. But I want to hear a little bit first about how you sort of diligently went after finding a relationship in the online dating space. I mean, you were in my, when, when you told me about it, I'm like, I thought I was getting pretty clear and badass about it. You were like 15 minutes and we're done. So anyway, I'm not going to give yeah. your, your your thunder away, but yeah. tell me a little bit about, about how you uh, sort of approached wanting to be in a relationship and then and then using some of the online dating systems to uh, to, to see if you could make that happen. Oh, we have to revi uh, rewind back many years. I mean, okay. we're talking Match.com days. There was no yeah. Tinder. We're no looking Tinder. at okay. 2000. 2009 time frame yep. and I guess you know I'm just kind of one of those super realists and I'm like you know 
it's kind of a numbers game, and maybe I had read that somewhere. But it's I, totally a numbers game. I can't yep. tell you where. Yep. So I thought, if this is a numbers game, then, you know, mm -hmm. I should have a date. Yeah. As often as I can. Yeah, good. Up your numbers. Yeah, I should up yeah. the numbers. Yeah. So I went on to Match.com, and I basically would pull up a profile. And first thing I would say is, hmm, can I stand to look at that person? And if I can't stand to look at them, then it's probably <laughs> That's a, no. a deal breaker. So, okay. But I had pretty much broadened my, I wasn't looking for Adonis. I wasn't okay. looking for somebody that I would look at and immediately think that man is attractive to me. Right. I just said, okay. could I stand to look at him? Because you never know. I'm an art director, a creative director. I know photos can be terrible. Oh, okay. Got photos it. could be great. Sure. You actually never know. Yeah. So yeah. can I stand to look at him? Yeah. Then I would look and see. <laughs> That's a pretty low bar, pretty right? Pretty low bar. I mean, you knocked out 20% off the bat. Yeah, I but, mean, uh, yeah, okay. I could stand to look at most guys, really. And, okay. you know, looks weren't always the most important thing for me anyway. Right. Uh, so I would then look and say, well, is he taller than me? Because I'm kind of on the tall <laughs> side. And That's I just great. was kind of knew that, you know, and I hate to, I hate to do this, but you know, there's somebody for everybody. And for me, you know, somebody that's a bunch shorter than me would be a little more difficult. Five, so. eight, probably a deal killer, huh? No, I could go down to five, eight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, maybe not like five, six and below. Okay. So pretty, right. pretty wide range. Okay. There. So can I look at him? Is he five, eight or bit or taller? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. And then what does he do for a living or how articulate is he in his writing? And I would look at that and basically since I am an entrepreneur, I am a business owner, I know that I have a different outlook on professionalism, on work, on risk, and it's somewhat unique. So I would just sort out, uh, I think people that were, would may have, maybe have a difficult time relating to me. And it might be somebody who is in a position that doesn't take as much risk naturally. Mm. So if it's somebody who had, you know, worked, you know, in the post office for their whole career. A real estate agent maybe, or, I mean, were there certain careers that were kind of like, yeah, not going to get along with an accountant or, you know. Uh, yeah, did... I guess creativity is important. I mean, I know me. I yeah. have that same response when I'm yeah. looking through and I see, yeah, they're an executive assistant and they're my age. It's kind of like, yeah, they haven't quite gotten over that yes. secretarial type role. We're probably not going to be on the same level. Exactly. The professional okay. like level that I'm on is sometimes yeah. hard if you're a checker at HEB. Right. It's going to be a stretch. It's going to be a stretch. Yeah. So okay. I'd, I'd do that. And then if they hit all those criteria, I would not spend any time messaging back and forth. Just a complete waste of time. In my and life. so what would you do? I would schedule 15-minute coffee. So you'd reach out to 10 guys and say, hey, would you like to have coffee? It was, you didn't even, there was no romance in your thing. It's just kind of like, John, let's, yeah. guys would reach out to me. Oh, of course. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I forget. <laughs> Dating for women is very, very different. different. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you were getting hammered by oh, yeah. these propositions, hopefully no dick pics. And then, uh, God, and then know. you would go through and filter and then respond with, hey, but how about coffee next Tuesday? That's exactly what I would do. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What a different... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always fascinated when I talk to women about their online dating experiences because it's absolutely the opposite of ours as guys. But anyway, keep going. Yeah, so this is cool. So Tuesday would arrive and I would show up. And you know when you see somebody, the first you know couple seconds, they walk in and you're like, oh, wow, either that person really 
is is what I was expecting or is not what I was expecting. Okay. Okay. You know, so again, I can look at them. They're okay. Mm-hmm. Either there's something fishy about them, or hey, I'm curious and let's carry on the conversation. That's when your brain has all these wirings, and this is maybe where I didn't get into in the intro is the psychology. Oh yeah. But your brain is wired to pick up on all these nonverbal cues. Oh, absolutely. From the time we were animals, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're picking that stuff up the mm. moment we're in the same room, right? Yeah. Okay. So you pick up on those, and they're a little bit beyond what I would even be able to describe, but we all know those signals. It's like when you see somebody and you see them for the first time, there's something intriguing about that person and you really want to get to know them, or there's something you look at them and you're like, hmm, hmm, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not, but we'll be open-minded and okay. depending on how the conversation went, typically it would last for maybe 15 minutes. And I would pretty much say, hey, I know we met on Match.com. I know this is kind of like a first date. I go, I'm going to make it short. Like, I'm not really feeling the chemistry, you know. Okay. I think you're really great, and you'll do, you have a lot to offer, And yeah. but, you know, I'm not feeling the chemistry. So, typically, it was mutual. Yeah. Typically. And so, 15 minutes was kind of yeah. where where you where yeah. you would normally draw the line if it was a no, right? Yeah. And if it was a yes, and you did enjoy, you know, and we're starting to pick up the vibes from this person, would the date go a little longer, or would you keep it to a, uh, a schedule? initially i would say the 15 minutes is only for a no oh okay great oh, yeah. great if it's a yes okay. yeah keep, if it's a yes keep, well keep that story's yet to come but okay keep going <laughs> all right so you were um what i what i thought was really cool when you first told me about how you how you managed that was you were pretty uh matter of fact and and in you probably felt it in the first two minutes and you were probably courteous enough to let it run out to 15. Precisely. But at that time, you really kind of wished them well, let them down gently, and and said, I, I've got other things I need to go do, yeah, right? I mean, exactly. we don't want to waste it's our time. It's been so great to meet you. Yeah, I love having, meeting people. Right, there you go. Honest. Yeah, love yeah, yeah. Them. And if, if they had like a, maybe a business that seemed like we could do business together, or perhaps there was a possibility for friendship. I was always open to that as well. Oh, but yeah. but just pretty clear, like, hey, I got no, I got no wow. butterflies, you know. Right. We got to have butterflies. I really butterflies. believe it's it's got to be there. Maybe. It may not happen. I mean, for me, it may, the butterflies have got to be, the presence has got to be there the first time you meet them. The, I have been in a situation personally where I sort of held back my, I call it the romantic reality distortion field. So I sort of held back a little bit of my big sort of peacocky romantic thing and and was waiting to sort of see was something going to spark coming back from that other person. Mm -hmm. But I do believe you get the, you get the sense in the first two or three minutes of is something possible here or is absolutely nothing possible here? And, and actually, it may not be full butterflies. It may just yeah. be curiosity. There you go. You and know, that's enough, right? Curiosity is. is great. Totally. Let's see where this might go. Well, I'm kind of intrigued. Sweet. Yeah, positive. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So um, tell me about any that, that sort of went, that, that had the vibe that you both sort of went on to... Uh, a little bit longer, maybe scheduled a second date. How did that process go? Yeah, you know, I, initially. Initially, were... I would schedule. You'd get to the end of it if maybe it was a, a nice hour-long coffee, and it was clear that you guys you wanted to get together again. It was usually pretty obvious, and typically the guy would say, you know, hey, you want to go grab dinner? And I, 
you know, usually say, yeah, what's your Friday night look like? And right. Schedule a date. Sweet, sweet. And oftentimes, uh, more than often, more often than not, I would say the the first date might have been the end of the line because okay. maybe you thought that you were you were pretty clear something. then again, even in the second date, yeah, or the first date, as it were, to you're trying to fish or cut bait, yeah, right? And I, I mean, I, I feel for a woman, I think there's a sense for obligation. Like, that's what I'm trying to make this cut quickly because I know that if I go out on a date and often men would want to pay for my food or, and right. I would always offer to pay right. at least for my part. It's a little sure. odd if I'm like, can I pay for yours? But, right. uh, so you get to this point as a woman where maybe you're agreeing to that second date out of obligation because they've just bought you a nice dinner. Wow. Instead, and so I wanted to make sure that I was aware of, I knew that I had a tendency to uh, be a people pleaser or... That's the phrase that was about to come in my mind, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And I held So firm. take care of them a little bit by go, offering the second date even when it was a maybe? Exactly. And I knew it had gotten me into some traps in the past. And when I got really kind of hardcore about the 15 minute sort yeah. of yeah. on or off, then it sort of eliminated that need for that oh, obligation okay. date. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. certainly does. But the first date, the dinner and the wine, and yeah, uh, you you were still feeling a little bit of obligation. But if I, I felt guilty at all, or I just really pay attention to how I was feeling. Yeah. And if yeah. it really wasn't all signs point yes, I really want to see this person again, I'd just own it right there. And okay, like, so you could even cut it off there and, and not buy into this obligation idea. Yes. Okay. Good. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that was, let's say the, the, the guy's into you and, and is giving all the signals like, wow, you're awesome. Wow. What's next? And you're kind of like, yeah, I've had a good time. What was sort of the, did you have any bad reactions? People that were really upset or did it mostly uh, go okay when you let them down easy? The, these are the mm -hmm. guys that are like, yes. It's true. Sometimes the guy's into you and you're kind of like, ooh, maybe maybe not for me, but oh, then you feel a little bit more potential for obligation. So it's kind of even more like you want to back off. And yeah. at the time, 10 years ago, ghosting wasn't a thing. And I think oh. I'm not the kind of person who would ghost. Right. I think Say, sure, let's have another date and then never respond. Correct. Okay. I would never do that. Okay. Um, but I know that that happens a lot. I just know that sure. ethically, I think that feels wrong. And maybe that's just my generation X person speaking. Okay. Okay. But if that happened, I'd often get a flurry of maybe text messages and follow-ups. Sure. And naturally, I would delay on my response or, uh -huh. you know, just be sort of short. Let it decay a little bit on its own. See if it would decay on its own. And if, yeah. it, if the guy was still not getting the message, yeah. I would simply just say, hey, you know, it was really great to meet you. You know, I'm not feeling the chemistry. Right. You're going to do great. Right. You're giving him a little coaching, a little help, just, you know, a little good luck. Just something to leave him with that's a positive note, like yeah. that I don't think the guy is a bad person. He's just not the right one for me. And yeah. this doesn't mean anything about the quality of that individual, and right. I wouldn't want him to take it that way. Yeah, yeah. But I think a reinforcement of like, hey, there's there's a lot of great qualities about you, or maybe I could call out a specific one or, right. or not, and then just but reinforce I'm not interested. So when you had one of these guys, and it's, the, it's that first long date, and... You can tell it's not going to go your. It's not going to go their way. You're not. You're not leaning into them, so to speak. Were you also pretty clear, in most cases, at, at that juncture, to say, "Hey, we're kind of. This is the end of the line." So yeah. you were, and and then yeah. you still had guys that 
that would keep trying, Sometimes. oh, maybe I wasn't, yeah, I'm sorry, I wasn't all that in, mm -hmm. I, you know, let's try one more or, mm -hmm. right? They're yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. Okay. But you were pretty clear, even in those, to be the gentle no. The gentle no. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's ambitious and great because I've certainly been on the other side of, wow, for me, chemistry's on can't exactly tell where the woman's coming from. Yeah. We give a hug in the parking lot and I'm like, okay, well, I'll call you. And they're like, yeah, I look forward to seeing you again. And there's no intention whatsoever, yeah. ever, you know, and, and often it was ghosting again. That was before yeah. it was called that too. But you know, that's just, uh, I think that's part of the dynamic, right? The man, woman, woman feels a little bit obligated to say, oh, sure, you know, great doesn't want to be threatened, doesn't want to, you know, have that, that let down. I mean, it's hard. It's hard for me to disappoint people. It is hard for anyone to disappoint people. Nobody wants to do it. it our culture yeah. is yeah. to never disappoint people. Yeah. Yeah. And Even when our, you know, obligation to one another spans a 15 minute conversation and an hour long conversation, it's already for us people pleasers and empaths. Yeah. It's already got us going, Oh man, I don't want to hurt this guy. He's so sweet. Or this woman, I yeah. was rarely that, that was rarely the case for me, but I'm just saying, you know, yeah. it, it's hard. It's a, it's a hard, but, but, and I, and that's one of the things I loved and appreciated about, you know, your sort of story of your online dating stuff is even in that circumstance, you did your best just to say, Hey, here's where I am. And, and I don't think this is a go, right? I think I really tried to focus on the positive. Every individual is a special person in my book. Yeah. And I try to really focus on that and honor the positive yeah. while at the same time not trying to mislead. Right. Right. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. So then, so then drum roll, something happened. <laughs> something. So I, I got through a couple years and it really did feel like the shotgun approach. And I've heard this a, a lot years of, of online this? dating. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like two years or something. That, 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 oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. we'll, some other podcast, some we'll other, talk about the yeah. few that went a couple months and yeah. fell apart or, yeah. but I want to get to the payoff. Right. So tell me, tell me how that. So you clear off a lot of space this way and you have a lot, and it had felt like a shotgun approach where I was having a ton of dates, a ton of coffee dates, and it gets kind of exhausting too. A little like bit averaging yeah. five, six a week or more? Yeah, maybe like three a week. Okay. That yeah, is a lot. That's yeah. a lot. And I finally got to the point where I woke up on January 1st of 2010 and I said to myself, self. Wait a minute. You have a date in mind where this yeah. new trajectory started? Yes. January 1st of 2010. Oh my gosh. 0-1-0-1-1-0. Very binary, Hello. isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. What does it spell? Anyway. Well, by, it, <laughs> that is so much foreshadowing. 1-1-0-1-1-0 is like SOS, but okay. Our, our son actually is Did seven it? and he writes message love notes to me in binary. Yeah. So okay. it's, it makes perfect sense. All right. So you, on binary day, on binary day, <clears throat> I said, self, <laughs> we're going to augment our shotgun approach. We're not going to ditch it because you know, there are results from time to time. Mm -hmm. We're going to augment this by showing up in the place where there you go. I am passionate about what is going on and I am in it because I want to be there and I'm excited about the event. And then hopefully I will find other people there that I could possibly date that are also excited about that same event. I believe that's it. I mean, I think that's the key. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to hear more. So it was January 
13th was the very first opportunity. There was a event called Ignite Austin. Uh-huh, yeah. If you've heard of Pecha Kucha, it's yeah. kind of like the Pecha Kucha, but it was put on for the tech industry. Okay, creative people getting together, sharing a mm -hmm. brief presentation about their joy. Tiny TED Talks or 20, something. 20 yeah. slides, 20 seconds, they auto-forward. Oh, wow. That's the Pecha Kucha model. Okay. So okay. they took that presentation model applied it to tech speakers. Okay. And I showed up and it was filled with hundreds of people, many wow. people that I knew, same circles. I'd been in the same entrepreneurial circles wow. in Austin okay. for many years. Great pool of people. Great pool of people. And yeah. I'm like, awesome. I'm so excited to be here. I'm talking with people. I'm talking to my friends. My friends say, hey, have you met Richard? And I was like, wow, no, I haven't. Very nice to meet you. And we shake hands. And all of a sudden we realized that he has a nonprofit and the clothing line that I had had and had already closed had sponsored his nonprofit many years before. What? No. Yes. That's And crazy. we did not meet. Oh my goodness. So we knew m many of the same people and we actually wow. were standing looking at each other like, <laughs> do I know you? We should have met by now. And it wow. was an interesting, that was the first sort of feeling that I had when I met Richard was, I can't believe we haven't met yet. Oh my goodness, this and is so good. he shows me his phone and immediately gives me his first test. I did not know this was a test. Oh my. But Usually I was women tested. give the tests. I'm, I'm surprised a man had a, he had a test. I All got right. the test and it was, hey, do you have a dog? I said, well, yes, I have a dog. So would you like to see pictures of my dogs? And I'm like, yes, I would love to see pictures of your oh dogs. Oh my goodness, that's a pretty good test if you're a dog person. Yeah, right? I passed the test. I am a big dog person. Wow. So that was his test. You know, no kids, of course, right? No kids. So let me show you my kids. Are you interested in uh -huh. dogs? Uh -huh. Right. Exactly. Beautiful. And did you show him yours? I showed him my dog picture. I'd recently gotten a dog because oh, I realized gosh. I was committed to not being alone. And if I was going to build my own family proactively, perfect. What better way to do it than get myself a dog? Agreed. And that is. Yeah. What I did. Wonderful. All right. Well, what a wonderful beginning. We shared our dog pictures. We kept talking, and I don't even know how much time passed. We just kept talking, and I was really looking at him like, wow, this guy's really attractive. You know, that was kind of like, nice. wow, you know, he's. Yeah. He's a, he's a good He's not, dude. I can stand looking at him. He's actually he's kind actually of. He's actually. Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's my type. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has like long hair and, you know, kind of nerdy, but... Meanwhile, the tech presentations are going on and you're not seeing any There's of something up, ha happening up on stage with a guy opening a bottle with a, like a sword or oh, something. Okay. I mean, it was, there yeah. was stuff happening, but we, okay. we migrated to the back of the room and he was pretty clear. He's like, are you dating anyone? I said, nope. Wow. He kind of didn't believe me. He's like, really? You're really not dating anyone? I like, oh, wow. no, not dating anyone. I'm available for dating though. In my you did you say that? Of course. You voiced it. You told him. Of course. Oh my God, that's so fantastic. Well, what else am I gonna say? Well, it's, it's like great. I'm, I'm available oh for dating. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Are says... you available for dating? <laughs> we would like to date you. <laughs> Do you drink beer? <laughs> that's fantastic. You know, if you're kind of a nerd, you know, you have to just Especially put it out there. Especially if you're kind of a nerd. Okay. And I say, oh, I'm available right. for dating. All right. I, I am available for dating. Yes. I would like to date you, please. Yes. You are attractive in my species. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then he said, shall we go next door for a drink? And okay. And we went next door to Frank, which was the bar that oh, was on, I know on Frank. Yep. there yep. for a drink. And I immediately sat down and ordered a scotch neat, which is my drink of choice. And that was test number two. And that passed. was my test for him. Oh. Oh, yeah. And? He said, I'll have what she's having. 
ninja move there, Richard. Yes, and wow. I could tell I impressed him, which is exactly what I intended scotch to do. Scotch neat. I'm sure it was a cold scotch, too. Uh, McAllen 12. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So he uh, he could he could hang with my my drinking. We both. So I you know I I like I used to be a bartender. I was in the restaurant business in college. Oh, okay. And I I I. I'm not an alcoholic, but I just love sure, drinking yeah. and drinks and yeah. flavors and cocktails and all that. So I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to. And you called that. your drink. I called my drink, and he he followed joined my you. call. And yeah, he joined you. He did. Wonderful. Now later, I would find out that he's kind of a pink drink guy. Like he likes a fruities, a fruity pink drink with an umbrella. But you mm. know, I mean, that's even beyond margaritas. That's like two oh, pink uh, drink. pina coladas. Oh yeah, pink sweet oh, drink. Goodness. Well, you know. Okay. He saved well, that we'll for forgive later. him. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness he didn't order it then. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, and I'll have a, a Mai Tai. You'd be mm. like, yeah, check, please. So the okay. dates are important here. So this is... The dates are the important. The dates are important. Okay. This is January 13th of 2010. It's not a Friday. It's a Wednesday, Perfect. I think. And okay. he said, since you're... I don't think that he said this exactly, but in my mind as I replay it... The myth says, yeah, Richard the myth says, said... Since you're available for dating, how about we have a date on... Oh, I think it was, how about we have a date on Saturday night? And uh -huh. I was like, oh, yeah. Sweet. The big oh, night. The yes. big night. The Even big giving me the night. big night. Yeah. Yes, I'm available for that Saturday night. We shall have a date. I'm excited. I know. It exciting. sounds so exciting. I'm getting, well, I can feel it. I'm like rushing. I want to get to it. All I right. know. And the craziest thing I, is. You had to have been feeling it. Oh, and that's my what gosh. I'm feeling is. Even in your telling, your whole soul is kind of lighting up remembering this event, right? It's, it's, it's life-changing. It is, and I don't, I could not explain to you how, when you know, you know, but there's something, if you can kind of plug into the universe, the universe and, and just listen, I agree. you can I totally feel agree. the energy change. Yep. And yep. the next day I showed up at work, and guess what arrived at my work? A bouquet of flowers. Of course. And then my dude's available for dating. I was available for dating, and so I got flowers. Yeah, sweet. So how do you even know where you worked? Well, of course we exchanged oh, business cards. Of course you did. Of course you did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was a networking event. I <laughs> it was forgot. Total networking. Okay, event. this is great. Yes. Yeah, so right. I got flowers, and so uh, this there, was on Thursday. It was on so Thursday. I got Thursday. flowers, right. uh, and then on Friday, I just I couldn't wait. Like the days were just crawling by. Yeah, and all of three. Three you days. Had to wait until I had to the wait. Date. Yeah. And then Saturday finally arrived, and it was time for the big date. And so I have, you know, all day to, you know, polish and scrub and <laughs> get out. ready and clean and freak out. And what am I going to wear? And and uh, he shows up and picks me up and in a, a BMW uh, Series 7. Okay, so and he's doing all right. Yeah, so I'm like, this is awesome. A bit of a statement, right? And he pulls up to my house, parks next to my BMW X5. You also know, because I'm also doing all right. You guys are right. both doing all right. Both and doing you all both right. like German cars, so. I know, and nice. we, we thought that was really great. I get in his car, and we drive off to the clay pit. Nice. Uh, and we, nice. and as soon as we sit down in the waiting area, Mm -hmm. I mean, he just leans in and plant one, plants one on me right away. Well done. Well done. And I was like, whoa. Exactly. I now have the butterflies officially. Well done, sir. Yeah. Well done. So we have a lovely first date yeah. at the clay pit. And this is what, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th of January. Okay. That date then lasts through the 17th, the 18th. 
Wait, what? Yeah, no, the date just <laughs> keeps going. Excuse me? Well, uh, you, you have know to how I said slow I'd... down a little bit and, and follow along. Okay. How, so how so did that... if, a, if a coffee... We don't have to get explicit. But... ...is not working 15 minutes, it's over, and you were like, well, what if it goes better? Are you open to longer? Yeah. Clearly, I'm open okay. to longer because we went out for dinner, and then I needed to go meet the dogs. Of course you did. So I got I mean, and I good was like, move, well, another great. good move. Then good I get ask. to see where he lives, and I just, uh, so I go yep. to meet the dogs. And, and you then never left for a while. I stayed there, but then I said, you know, my dog has to go out. And he said, well, we, we better go let your dog out. Oh, God, what a great story. So we go to meet the dogs, and this is like late Saturday night, maybe Sunday morning, and then, you know, we hang out for a few days. That's so unbelievable. Yeah. That's so great. And the dogs were like got together and were okay. They were okay. Okay, because I mean that could also be a, a cluster. I know. If they, you got a dog that's aggressive. They were great. Or, okay. Yeah. Wow. They were great, and it was now. Dog Monday. sign says yes. You know. All dogs say yes. They yeah. say woof. Okay. All big. All dogs say woof, and I had a, a vacation scheduled for myself. Okay. I was a single woman, and I had yep. a leftover timeshare condo in Cancun and I needed to use my days. And so I had booked myself about five days in Cancun. I was going to go by myself, yep, much yep. to the dismay of my family who was always like, don't go to Mexico. But powerful, I mean, but you've fine. got to, if you're alone, you've got to take your power. If you need to go to Mexico and you don't have the person to go with you, you're gonna go, you're gonna you've go. got to go. And that's another example Great. of you just show up where you want to be. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you never know who I yeah. might meet there when I'm there by myself. Exactly. So I get to Tuesday and I'm supposed to leave on Thursday and I have just met Richard. Yeah. And I call him on Tuesday and I say, hey, you know, I've got this vacation <laughs> planned by myself. My first request was maybe you could take me to the airport. And I, I think Do I you, said You it. actually asked that? I did. I did okay. actually ask that. Okay. So you were le waiting in slowly. I, I, I was. And then. Okay. I know where this is going, absolutely. by the way. So I'm, you I'm leading you on a You are. Bit. And okay. then I, I thought again and I said so this may be a little fast <laughs> we've just had such an amazing three-day long first date and I know I'm just gonna be thinking about you the whole time it's gonna kind of ruin my vacation yeah the only option I could see is if you were open to coming with me would you like to go with me mm. Mm. and I mm. I like just put that little ledge out there just walk to that edge and I kind of looked over the abyss and I was yep. like I've only known you for a week That's I'm going right. to invite you to Mexico yep. after I said why well, yes I'm available for dating yep like who is this woman <laughs> ballsy right yeah. I mean you, you went ahead and stepped out on the ledge and said you're ready to dive into the water by yourself yeah but by the way there's this guy and he said hold on a second hung up the phone and I was like, well, crap. Oh, now, so this was on the phone. You yeah. Called him. Okay, I, called, I was like, oh, crap. You know, maybe that was right. the wrong thing to say. I'm completely second guessing myself for yeah. maybe 10 minutes until he calls back. Uh -huh. Hey, hey, how's it going? And I wait anticipatedly. He says, all right, I have my flights booked. I'm next to you on the plane. My passport is current and my business partner is totally cool if I leave. I'm going to high five you with that one. Yeah. Holy crap. Whew. You rolled the dice. You found a guy. You laid it out, and then you let the universe open up, mm -hmm. and you took the step. Though. I did. That that was your journey. That was your step into 
what? I mean, the fear. magic, yeah. the fear, the, the fear chaos, the, the everything. Yeah. You, you allowed the universe to show up in a big way and you were either going to step out over that cliff on your own and dive into the water or this partner was going to show up with his hand and say, I'm in the seat next to you. Here we go. Here we go. Wow. So we leave on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And I do tell my family, by the way, that I have a gentleman joining me. Not, are they happy? They're <laughs> are they actually even pretty, more freaked out? <laughs> little column A, little column B. Okay. You know, I, I think mostly they were happy. I mean, at this Great. point, I'm 36 years old, and sure. I kind of know what I'm getting into. Okay. So we fly off to Mexico and have a great time. Yeah. And I can tell, like, I actually have never experienced somebody like that into me. Yeah. It was almost unsettling. Wow. And I was kind of like, Wow. Really? So what do you explain, share just a little bit of what that means? What, what kind of things besides words, obviously, mm -hmm. gestures, his actions, how was it different from what you've felt before? You know what I'm asking? I do yes. know what you're asking. Yeah. Uh, I have so many thoughts that pop up and how to answer that. Okay. Knowing what I know now, it makes a lot of sense, but not knowing what I know now in the moment when I was experiencing it, it was kind of magical yep. feeling sure. and like a fairy tale, I guess. Okay. And I was just going to receive it. Like I was going to just go with it. That's awesome. At one point, a couple days in, and he's, this is how I knew he was really into me. He's like, hey, do you want to go scuba diving? And I was like, absolutely, let's go. He's like, well, okay, when we go scuba diving, I'm going to have the boat captain marry us. And I'm like, oh, ha, 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 uh, yeah. aren't you funny? Yeah, playful, so, playful, playful banter is great. Playful banter. We, we get to Sunday when we were supposed to go scuba diving, and they said, oh, too windy today. Uh -huh. We cannot go out on the boat. And uh -huh. instead, we will go into a cenote, if you'd like. And we I don't both know what that is. What's said a yes, a cenote is a vertical cave. Oh, down. Where you drop down about 110 feet and then go like under. Oh my gosh. The... So scuba diving still, but going deep. Yeah. Wow. Metaphorically also. We With were nitrogen just... and everything, the whole deal? Uh, no, a little nitrogen narcosis happens okay. when wow. you're down there. Okay. But we, we did do that. We each had our own guides and we had an amazing time. He freaked out, went back to the top. I kept going down. He's the one who was certified. I was not even certified wow. doing this. I have a lot of swimming background, so I'm sure. right down to the bottom. And we get done, and I'm like, oh, man, phew. Good thing there wasn't a boat captain. <laughs> you know, kind of play that yeah. off. Yeah. And I thought, I wonder if he would have really done that. Nah, right. he had to have been joking. Yeah, of course. That's what I thought. That's what any normal person would think. Yeah. That hadn't met Richard. Who is not a normal person. Okay. All right. So we get to the next day. We go to Isla Mujeres where we go to Richard's favorite beach where we may snorkel and we may sit okay. and uh, have a nice time. And we're snorkeling and we're sitting and having a nice time and sipping on a margarita. Mm -hmm. And he's asking me questions about my business and how I got into business with my partner. And I said a comment. I just said, hey, you know, I met my business partner. We started working on projects together and combined our businesses pretty quickly. You know, the recession had just happened, and sometimes you just have to, you know, carpe diem, just seize the day, you know, mm -hmm. and just go with it. And he looked at me with this funny look on his face, and he's like, hold on a second. And he gets up, and he, I see him run he up He was triggered stairs. by carpe diem. Yeah, carpe okay. diem. He's right. like, seize the day. It, like, made him right. think something. It, like, just this epiphany happened. 
and he went off and I looked over and I'm like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. And he's like stopped at some bush. Another like, round of margaritas. Pull, where is round he of margaritas. Yeah. He's like pulling something off of a bush. He runs up to the bar. I'm like, great. Another drink would be great. <laughs> and a few minutes later, <laughs> he's coming back down the stairs and this sort of this dramatic entrance into the beach where you have to kind of go down this set of stairs okay. to get yep. to the beach. And yep. he's walking down this set of stairs with a, uh, oh, uh, actually this is just with like this, um, thing in his hand. It looked like a, you know, twig or something. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he gets down to the bottom and he sits down next to me and he just drops a knee and is like, will you marry me? Mm. And I just, I kind of did that thing where my face kind of got a deer in the headlights and I'm like, wait, I've known you for 12 days. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know why, but I just said, yes. Uh. That's so fantastic. I thought to myself, we could be making a big mistake here. Yeah. However, what's the worst thing that what's could happen? What's the worst that could happen? Exactly. I mean, the worst that could happen is I say yes, we find out later it's not a fit, and we just call it off. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. That's probably the worst that could happen. Okay. So I said yes, and I let myself enjoy that moment Yeah. because it was amazing. Yeah, and? He and had, he had something. He had something. It was a little uh, ring that he had wound together out of like a bougainvillea vine. Nice. And he puts it on my finger. And then he rushes off and goes back up to the bar, which I'm like, good God, please bring me another drink. Yeah, exactly. At this of point, course. I'm like, wait a <laughs> yeah. second here. What Maybe did I do? Maybe shots this time. Maybe yeah. shots. And in fact, shots were what was next. Uh-huh. Down he comes down the stairs, followed by the bartender with a tray with two shots and a bouquet of bougainvillea wrapped in a straw, tied together with a straw. Okay. So it's like very rapid prototyping, rapid prototyping wedding. So walks down the stairs and he's like, I forget what his name is, you know, Manuel or Juan or somebody mm -hmm. is, he's going to marry us right now. And mm -hmm. I was like, right now? He's like, yes, right now. And the bartender stood there and didn't really speak English, but did kind of that Hollywood wedding. Do you this yeah, and do you that? It, yeah. and we said yes. And then we rode off into the sunset on our scooter and we stopped at the first jewelry store we passed and we bought each other rings. Real rings. Real, real Not rings. Not Bougainvillea rings. Not Bougainvillea rings. rings. In fact, wow. The That's rings still we what bought. You have? No, it's actually on the inside. Our wedding bands, the oh. real silver, the silver rings we bought on that day are melted down, and they're on the inside of our formal wedding rings, which oh, happened at a boy. formal wedding nine months later. Wow! So you got married on the beach spiritually in Mexico, in Mexico after, after twelve days. Twelve days. I'm so excited to continue the conversation with Tina, but we're going to break that into part two, where we go into Richard, their relationship, their two children, and all the wonderful challenges of keeping love alive after 10 years of marriage. Thanks again for tuning in to Love on the Air. We hope you subscribe and stay in love yourself. This is John Mack. I'll see you on The Whole Parent.